The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friendos, and welcome into In This League right here on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090. It's your boys, Chris Welsh, Scott Bogman. Maybe we're your boys. I mean, I'm a little Homelander-ish sometimes, Bogman. You, you might be a little bit like the Black Noir, maybe <laughs> with a little bit of the uh, the Aquaman guy. I think you got a little bit the of him in you, too. Jason Momoa? No, 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 no. From the boys. Oh. The boys. I said, hey, we're your boys. I, I have a little so Homelander. That, that's so insulting. You're <laughs> I unbelievable. Said, I said, the the you know, deep is everything I hate deep. about American people. And you're like, you're kind of like that guy. He's rapey. He's a little religious. That's kind of like you. What the hell are you talking about? I I'm nothing said, like that douchebag. I first said at Black all. Noir. I first said you have the the guy who the, doesn't talk. Yeah, sometimes you make me like the guy that doesn't talk. That's you have true. The facial expression of Black Noir, which is just yeah, just nothing. I called myself Homelander, Bachman. That's not a good thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. even drink milk, so that's very offensive <laughs> to myself. We're not those boys. I'm just saying we're a version of <laughs> your boys <laughs> that are here for a three hour edition. We're going to be tackling week th- uh, four. Let's say week three. There's a whole bunch of nonsense going on. Baseball playoffs, you've had the entire week. You've got NFL week four with already insanity. We got Casey Bubba coming up later, but y- you know, in the positives and negatives, everything going on, there was one magical moment. Bogman and I were treated with a gift, and you don't also, you don't often get something this special. And it was it's, that it was like Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving wrapped into one. Which it really was because I heard they're all canceled this year. So we, we, we were, we're happy to get it. We don't have a team that's in the playoffs right now, but we did get the gift that keeps on giving because Archie Bradley was traded from the Diamondbacks to the Reds. And Archie Bradley came in to a, I think, 12 inning scoreless game. And then multiple of our listeners started tweeting us, Archie Bradley better not blow this game or it's your guys's fault. And Archie Bradley blew the game right. and got the loss for who did he Trevor get the Bauer. loss for? Trevor Bauer. He ruined a an amazing Trevor Bauer start. Uh, Trevor Bauer, twelve strikeouts, like a playoff record, all that good stuff. 
And then Archie Bradley comes and wipes it right away. I mean, the that's worst be- is though. Amir Garrett gave up the last hit. So on all those highlights, it's not Bradley, but he did get the L. So we really like should get a, a shirt, like a, a shirt with the box score of like Bradley L. Or I guess it would be Bradley L. No power in there. But all right, don't go anywhere. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Plus uh, the news about what could be happening in the uh, NLCS in the World Series. Plus tons of football. ITL coming back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. Welcome back, friendos. It's in this league right here on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090. We're on airwaves. We're on the interwebs and we're with you and whatever podcast app you might be listening to the show. We're also over at inthisleague.com. And it is a fantastic time to sign up. It, this is my little sticky spiel, but it's like the beginning of the month. If I'm being real and I don't get sticky about it, like, dude, there's an entire month ahead of you. So if you wanted to check out our Patreon, it's the best time because, you know, you're not like, ah, dang it, it's the 15th. You got the entire month. We're actually going to be doing three secret shows this month since we missed one last month. So you're going to get extra that. We've got off-season baseball content. We've got continued football content. Now, actually, I said this on the football show. I got something... I was thinking for the football fans, a new piece of thing, a new piece of content that we can be putting out that's very easy, Bogman, for Patreon every single week. And I'll talk to you about that off air. So I tell you, come and check us out. Five bucks a month. Get you a ton of the stuff. It'll get you the secret shows. It'll get you our live streams we do and a bunch more. So check it out in this league.com. We'd appreciate you. The deep needs that work. He's trying to get back into the seven. That's right. That's right. I'm trying to get back into the seven. So I could have, you know what? Actually more applicable now that I'm thinking about it. I should have called you the the fast guy with the heart problem. Uh, The uh, A train? A train. B train. Um, I don't know. I'm Uh, saying like heart problem. That was a joke. Like heart problem. Oh, heart problem. Right. What would you rather be? You'd be like the, the guy who has a heart problem or the like, Little bit like uh, Aquaman guy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess I'd rather have a heart problem. Uh, but that guy also killed his girlfriend. So who knows? Yeah. But spoiler alert if you haven't seen. Oh, uh, no, you did it. You did this. One. It's a great show, The Boys. We actually were going to talk about that in one of our secret shows, a uh, show that we've definitely been consuming. And I'm very interested <laughs> to see the comics as well. But uh, like I said, we were treated in the last break, we we're talking about. 
it's the best thing that's happened. I might be the best thing that's happened in 2020 because 2020 has been so full of disappointments and uh, horrible world based things, of course. But like, you know, as a baseball fan and a Diamondback fan, it was atrocious. But Archie Bradley getting traded to the Reds and then blowing one of the most important games for Trevor Bauer. Just mm. ah. say it one more time. Magnifi. Archie Bradley blew the game off of an amazing Trevor Bauer start and the Reds lost in the playoffs due to Archie Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what we like to hear. We, we like mm. to hear that Trevor Bauer lost. So that's my yeah. favorite. I know that. It does so. feel good. Yeah. It feels, it feels, uh, it, it feels right. <laughs> I feel right, uh, Brian. Right, Brian. I feel right. Here's a, here's an, a weird thing that happened in the week. At least I thought it was a little bit odd, but not unexpected is that MLB officially announced that there will be fans watching baseball in 2020 because in the NLCS series once, because I believe uh, Monday starts the bubble where everyone's going to be bubbling it up. Right. If I, if I'm remembering correctly, but they're not going to start. They're not going to be starting the fans until the NLCS. So even though they'll be in the bubble, which I'm, I think, which is in Arlington and uh, somewhere in LA or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the, starting in the NLCS, and the World Series, they're going to allow upwards of a, a, roughly, they said, 11,500 fans, which is about like, tw- I think I, I did the news. It was like 26 to 28% capacity of the stadium. That's a lot of people. A I mean. lot of people. But that is following the guidelines. The, the lines are usually right around the like 20 to 30% max capacity of events. Like we've, I've dealt with stuff, you know, that out here in Phoenix with events and 25% has kind of been the, you know, the, the thing going rate. With. Yeah. It's a going rate for all this stuff. And that's kind of been the max. So, you know, 25 to 30%, it's a lot of people. And I keep thinking about like concourse and people walking in, like, I don't care if it's 11 or 40,000, you're still going to feel crammed and there's going to be people, but they'll just be spaced out a little bit in the seats. But how long the, are the bathroom lines going to be? If you have to be six feet apart, waiting for the bathroom to open. <laughs> I mean, there's less, there's less people. So I get, you know, yeah, you're right about that. Could you let me ask you something? Would you use a bathroom in in 2020? Well, I don't have to use a. I I pee every 11 minutes, so you know it's something in that in that neighborhood. Uh, I mean, the worst stadium bathroom experience you can have is at any football game, where uh, because I I drunk guy asleep in a urinal and yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like uh, at. I think it. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think it's Sun Devil Stadium. They still have the trough, so they do. Uh, I don't like the trough. No, I mean, the, I trough, the trough is the worst, most animalistic, savage thing that we've ever had. <laughs> especially with disgusting sports fans. Once they're just obliterated, the the trough is just. I, I mean that that's where that's where coronavirus starts. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Just imagine like if you're going there to see a game in like August, right? And uh, you walk in, it's 111 degrees outside and all in the trough is just open. You know what I mean? Nope. Like uh, it doesn't drain very well all the time also. So oh, uh, you're making me sick thinking about yeah. it. You're making me like, go, like going to the restroom at like the Oakland Stadium is just every ounce of it makes me sick. Thank God they're not opening up to A's fans or something like <laughs> that. Pseudo Raider fans. But, you know, to the point of what some people have talked about. It'll be dicey because, you know, what they've essentially done is they've opened this up where you're going to now see a lot of mass travel 
You know, a lot of people are going to be traveling to get yeah. to these games. The ticket prices, you know, we've talked about this in the past where if they open this up, my expectation is whatever the tickets would have gone for normally will at least be double because there's only 11,000 because they're going to make up their money. They're going to make up that money and those, and they'll probably, you know, tack on triple to what those, uh, those front seats are. Cause you're going to now have people instead of in one location, you're going to have people from New York and celebrities and everything going to purchase the tickets that doesn't matter what price to get to these games. And you've now got it set for whoever's in the NL, uh, in LCS. And then Do you for think the, the Marlins workers. guy has enough money to buy his normal seats. Absolutely. He is a lawyer. Absolutely. Oh, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt about it. that guy. That guy has to have more money than anything. He's at every single game. He's bringing four or five people. No doubt. I, I expect him to be there. I don't know if he'll get his front row seat or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, no. that's kind of my question is, are we going to see, will we have Marlins man at the world series? I, think I mean, it's an important question. question. I'm glad you're bringing the important questions to us here. Did you see the picture? Someone said of, uh, it was like, uh, the, uh, the picture of, Miguel Cabrera between Marlins uh, playoff wins. So oh, yeah. he oh, looked yeah. like a young, small child in the first one and about maybe a hundred pounds lighter. And now he looks like a grizzled old man. And you know what so. I think about when I see that, I think about that picture. And then I immediately go to the Frank Gore picture where Frank Gore doesn't look like he's aged one day. <laughs> and it's like, look at Miguel Cabrera. America, like you said, little kid to, uh, you know, seen, seen something, seen some mess. <laughs> That's how Miguel Cabrera looks. Frank Gore is just like, which is the before and which is the after. Right, yeah. And, and dude, you can just uh, like line up Frank Gore's son. Like people would not believe it. He looks just like Frank Gore. <laughs> he looks like, you know, when you see a picture like that, m- remember the picture they found of the guy that looks exactly like Nick Cage from like the 1800s? Yeah, where, you know? yeah assuming he's a vampire now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it kind of makes Frank Gore look like a vampire, but we know they've been in the same place at the same time. So they're not the same person. I like crazy. that too. I like when people find that stuff because Nick Cage is just weird enough that you could justify he's a time traveler. Cause I, th- I want to say there was one with like Keanu Reeves and maybe like Tom Cruise. People have found him over the years. The Nick Cage one though is like specifically special. Those are always so terrible too. It's like, Oh, look at this person from the crowd in the thirties that has a cell phone. And it's just like a guy scratching his ear. And they're like, look, look, he went to go, uh, you know, talk on his phone twice. Look at that. Yeah, I remember it did not happen with uh, like the old Tyson fight. Someone found a video and it was like, you're, you know, in the video, you look and it looks like a guy has a cell phone in the. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. And everyone, but like, you know, like a modern day cell phone. I want to say it was in a uh, it was in like one of the old Tyson fights. Maybe like they the had whole, like an Android in like 1990. Yeah. But like you're talking about? You know, they had like a full on like like he's holding it like it's a camera phone and stuff like that. Like, I don't oh, know. I, yeah, just one okay. of those weird time travel stuff. So I just I, watched I mean, a movie called Don Verdeen. He's a, a biblical archaeologist. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, he he would he would find this stuff too, but it'd be bones. Well, so. you know, Tyson's going to be uh, fighting again, which is going to be amazing. I'm excited to see uh, see that soon. It, I mean, I don't care whoever he's facing; he's just going to just. <laughs> right. uh, we got to go to break. When we come back. We're going to talk about the NFL. A game is postponed, and Bogman's heart hurts a little bit more. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. What's up, friendos? Welcome back. It's in this league. It is Scott Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at Is It the Welsh, not the Chris Welsh who was formerly uh, announcer mates with Thom. Remember? Did you see? Th- did you see the when Thom quit? Yeah, They're I saw. Like, he oh, we support Thom's. Reds are like we support Thom's uh, decision to step away. We really appreciate all his efforts, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you appreciate? Nothing that he said. What do we have to say while, uh, while the Reds were in Atlanta? I wonder what Thumbs' thoughts would be about Atlanta. What do you think he was going to say in that clip I sent you from like two weeks before he said the terrible thing? Yeah, he was probably something just as terrible, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, honestly, I think he should just, um, he should just roll into it. Fade I into think, the sunset. Yeah. Well, no, not fade into the sunset. I think like he's clearly not that great of a person yeah uh-huh. and he's trying to disguise it with he should just be a bad guy yeah no that's what i'm getting at like he's like baseball's he's, homelander he's uh, you know what he fits the part perfectly he he wants to be like you know oh, i'm a man of faith and blah 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 like you're just clearly you you've got a, a really dark side that's in you so let it out though just let it <laughs> do a podcast are you, you know what? are you saying uh to quote the great dave Chappelle, if you have hate in your heart let it out I'm thinking he should just do that. He should, you know, whatever that uh, bad sentence he said on air, he should just make that the name of his podcast and just go into it. That's what I think Thom should do. <laughs> uh, just if you have height in your heart, let it out, Tom Brenneman. We're yeah. here to support you and, and uh, understand that some people just need to be hated. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> proud, proud boy, uh, proud boy, Thome. He can be. Oh my God. Thome's dome. That's what we'll go. Thome's dome. dome. What's in Thome's dome? Um, you got, you my, got, delivered, you got delivered a horrible, horrible blow. And I yeah. know you're, you're coming, uh, you're still coming off of it because in Bogman's world, if a Steeler game is on, you can't have something happen. You can't have a wedding or a death or anything or a natural disaster. It's got to stop before the Pittsburgh Steelers. So for a natural disaster, uh, a la the virus, the coronavirus to hit the Steelers, Bogman's taking it serious now. I know you've been on the phone with top scientists. Oh, yeah, and of course. And you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, donating my blood to see if that helps for science. They said don't but I just gave it to them anyway. So 
Uh, you know, I, I've been trying to really work this thing out. I've been working with Matt Parker and Trey Stone uh, during their one hour pandemic special. On I South recorded Park. it. I haven't watched it yet. God, it is. is it? I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, okay, like good. like everything South Park does is ridiculous. But uh, th there's <laughs> there, there's little things in it that are just so stupid that they're you know it's so stupid that it's funny. You know, uh, there's a couple of those in there uh, that that really uh, are getting me today when, when I think back on it. But uh, but yeah, man, it sucks that um, a game has to be pushed back. But at least it's one game. You know, it would have been this would have been a real big thing if the Vikings had a bunch of players testing positive. Yeah, if it would have if it would have transferred over to a yeah. whole other team. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, luckily it wasn't that we didn't get uh, that issue. So uh, the Vikings uh, are, you know, have already opened up their facility and, and they're practicing already. So. They're they're ready to rock, but yeah, my my Steelers. I was, you know, I got some personal stuff I got to do on Tuesday. I already told you about. So like, I was hoping wasn't gonna get to you know push till Tuesday because then I might actually have to be forced to make a decision uh, of things. Yeah. You know, you would have had a very 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 life changing decision of like <laughs> which way no. is Bogman gonna lean on this one? I mean, you clearly would have missed the game. Uh, I think right. This, yeah, but, but I. But but I'm not happy about it. Uh, well, no, I, it doesn't matter what happens. I won't be happy about it. But the um, you know, the 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 nice thing about that was it would have been a night game, uh, for sure because they they would have moved it back to a night game and it would have been Tuesday night. But that is when I record so many podcasts is on Tuesday night. Yeah. So uh, you know, well, we'll have to we'll have to see what what happens. It looks like um, well, there's official word. Did you see this? Um, is it, that... it going to be moved to week seven? Well, it's not like official official, but F Schefter is reporting that the scenario that is likely to play out is obviously this game has been canceled. The Titans and Steelers is yeah. that it moves to week seven, which is the Titans current by week. And then, uh, and then shifting Pittsburgh's week seven matchup against the Ravens to week eight. So, yeah, so that's they're actually they're a pick their bye week a week early in week seven. That's so. just pretty significant. That's pretty significant. Um, well, no, the Steelers. This is this would be their bye week, so no longer would no, they. No, have that's bye just, week. no the, I'm saying the Ravens would ship oh. their bye week to bye week seven because that's when they were supposed to play Pittsburgh. So they just take the bye week a week early. A hundred percent. But their bye week is play week eight. So yeah, and they're saying it was contingent on this specifically was contingent on no more tests in Minnesota. No, no positive, not no more, but just you know, no positive tests in Minnesota, which looks like that that's the case. So week seven is Pittsburgh and or I'm sorry, week eight would be um shifting. We know week eight would be Pittsburgh and Baltimore, week seven would be Pittsburgh yes. at, at Tennessee. So. At Tennessee. And that puts in a huge huge slam to all of us for fantasy this weekend. Uh, specifically for me, I got one league and we're trying to, uh, trying to adjust where you can in our guillotine league. This is why I think I'm done. And it sucks because I love that league. And I have been first place the entire way through is in a guillotine league. After somebody gets eliminated, all the players go on the wire. I haven't gotten anybody yet, but, and, and I have scored the mo more points than anybody in the league the entire way through. But I also don't have a lot of running back depth because I haven't worried about it yet. And I'm losing Derrick Henry. And I'm now forced to throw in. I have to pick up somebody off of the wire like a Travis Homer 
that I might have to put in. And I think I'm losing Deontay Johnson. All right, no, I am losing Deontay Johnson. So I had to put in somebody else. So I'm in now this reeling position and a lot of people are adjusting. So Boggs, I mean, where are you going to pivot right now? You think justifiable wires, because there's not a lot out there. You and I have both personally, because we do play in deeper leagues, there might be better stuff out there, but we are both turning to Travis Homer this weekend, I think in a couple spots. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be not good. You know, it's not going to be great, especially, you know, IDP leagues and stuff is where I have most of my Titans and Steelers. So because I mean, really, you know, for most regular standard 12 man leagues, it's Juju, James Conner, Derrick Henry, and that's it. You know, may- maybe you're playing one of those defenses or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, you have to go and look and see who is not rostered in most leagues, you know, and, and, uh, who is under 50% owned. And like you said, Travis Homer is a good choice because of the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Hyde is banged up. Carson is most likely out, but here are some backs under 50% owned. I mean, Malcolm Brown is under 50% owned. We've got Jordan Howard under 50% owned Alexander Madison, uh, but some of these names are brutal. The Welsh, it, it's those, uh, I mean, those are all pretty brutal for having how to about start. Jeff Wilson Jr. against Philly. I like that one. Yeah, I can get down with that one, especially because if Mostert is not going to play that it's specific about that, because like I've got a spot where I'm starting McKinnon this week and McKinnon seems like a solid play. But, you know, Wilson was a was essentially a 50 50 against McKinnon. So if the 49ers are going to score. Jeffrey Wilson Jr. is as good of an option as anybody, especially once they get into the red zone, because that's where they go. They're going to move away from McKinnon and they would go to Wilson if Mostert is not playing. So, yeah, that's a really good one to pivot from. If you're in this situation, if you lost a James Conner, if you lost a Derrick Henry and you don't have a viable backup to go. I mean, plenty of us do. And on our 12 team league, luckily, I, I and as you should do, and you and I were talking about this uh, with one of the leagues you're doing with our buddy Pizapia, is that you should have running back depth. It's a, it's yeah. really unfortunate when you don't. And take the one one of the one twelve man leagues, which is our personal that we're doing. I've got that. Luckily, I'm not losing any of those guys this week. But I've got like James Robinson was my fourth, and now he's become a starter. I've got uh, Antonio Gibson. You know, Antonio Gibson is somebody that hasn't been great but you would probably throw out this weekend. And we're all kind of reeling from Derrick Henry and James Conner because those are two big blows. But the wide receivers, at least on Steelers' side, are from Juju and uh, Deontay Johnson. That's kind of a big loss. And then the quarterbacks. I've got another league, dude. This is a funny one. One of our keeper leagues, Ryan Tannehill was my starter. Herbert was my backup. And if (laughs) Herbert doesn't go... I'm done. I don't There's have a quarterback. No on the wire in that one? Is that a 16-man? It's a 16-team uh, league. Uh, Taysom Hill is on the wire. Taysom Hill. You know. Yeah. No, no Brett Rippon, anything? He's nope. not uh, in there? Nope. No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Not a team that said that Thursday night football game this week is like if Trump-Biden uh, debate was a football game. So Jets, Jets-Broncos. Yeah, it's uh, not a fun Bob game. And I will be discussing uh, later on in the show that that'll be uh, fun to break down that mess. Yeah, and so. that's not that's not a fun game. No, or was that was that a fun debate whatsoever? So, what are you going to do with your time? With most I'm, well, I'm going to watch the red zone, and and honestly, I love it when the Steelers play a primetime game, so I can just sit and watch the red zone all day long. It's it's my uh, I, I really enjoy those Sundays, so I'll be okay. I wasn't like. You know, I didn't wake up to the news and, and freak out or anything. I was like, all right, you know, I know because uh, I had already read the scenarios where they're going to push the game back and all that stuff. So I kind of knew 
uh, what the outcome was going to be. So uh, should they cancel the game? I didn't know they were going to cancel it. Uh, I didn't know we we're going to get more positive tests for the Titans. But it's also like, you know, are we going to keep getting one more positive, one more positive, all that stuff with Tennessee, too? Is this going to extend for them into uh, multiple weeks if they keep getting positive tests? So that's um that's going to be dicey moving forward, too. But uh, it just goes to show, you know, you can't go out and do anything fun if you're an NFL player mm-hmm. uh, because you might get the COVID. But, you know, we did a lot of prep in the offseason. It was the panty prep mocks we would do. That was what it was about. It was about, you know, my idea was always not being locked to one specific position. And it was making sure you had lots of depth at wide receiver and running back. You know, so if you got screwed by, you know, guys testing positive, you could get out of it. All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, more football. We got picks. We got DFS coming up, too. So don't go anywhere in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. I'm back! Welcome back, friendos. It's in this league right here on Sports Grid. It's your boys, Bogman and the Welsh. And right now, we have got some DFS plays for you. That is right, Bogman. I'm going to put a little marker in here. Um, we have got our plays over on the FanDuel. And why don't you let me know who won last week? How did last week go? I don't know. Why don't you check in with all those people writing you letters about how this can't be a contest anymore? Why don't you check with the president uh, and uh, see if it's okay if, if I announce who won last week? I'm oh, not sure. here, message is coming. It's just coming in. Yeah, see, you can see the fax machine's pretty. Oh. Why does the fax machine sound like an old timey wire? Morris, dear the Welsh. We're very happy with your win against professional Scott Bogman, who hosts the show on Line Start with Joe Pizapia. Your dominant performances uh, performance has allowed us to reconsider. Uh, we will take week four to see if you can tie it up, and we will uh, renegotiate the term. So we're kind of back on here, Bogman. Oh, I, I'm still expecting Chipotle the next time I see you. So. Chipotle. That's right. That's right. Which might be next week. We got we to gotta work out a thing. So let's work out a thing. Yeah, because our buddy is uh, uh, staying down by your work this week. So uh, we got to work out a thing. Go have lunch with him. I don't know anything you're talking about. Oh, he's staying by my work. Yeah, I think uh, his in-laws are like uh, they have a house down there. So, oh, okay. Uh, I think he's staying there for a couple of days. So we got We got to work something out where we go uh, have lunch. Are are any of the restaurants open? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Who knows? Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll play a little uh, COVID roulette. We'll just be like, hey, <laughs> we'll just walk into here without a mask, and we'll just yeah. see what happens. I did almost walk into a restaurant without a mask the other day. I just forgot it in my car, like just not thinking about it because I don't I don't leave my house that much anymore, obviously because of the pandemic. But uh, I, I was walking into a restaurant and got to the door, and then you know I, I don't know why it must have just been all of the signs that were on the door that reminded me. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I have to do the, the, the thing. 
So. Let me tell you something. I uh, I happen to uh, you know do, don't do too much, uh, but things are tapering down. I went with the family. We went up north for a little bit because there's lots of woods and lakes and stuff, and you can kind of be away. But uh, up in those um, smaller towns, yeah, they don't care about your mask. <laughs> you walk into a gas station, and uh, the the feelings are very different in those small towns. You walk around, everybody this just feels like, like 2019 in here. The hell are you doing, boy? What's that on your face? Like, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> no one said that. Did they really say that to you? No one said that. No one okay. said anything. But they look at you. They look at you like you're the weirdo. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but not to deflect. I know what they're did. thinking. I, I you know did a good. Like, I know. <laughs> exactly. Look at this guy. Yeah. Look at this guy right here. He's boy. one of them. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Thone Brenneman's back there, like, yeah. Oh my God. I wasn't actually even thinking of that one. I wasn't thinking of that one either. Just Just whatever, whatever whatever bad thing it is. Probably like, yep. One of those. I said that. Uh, You did a good job deflecting though, because uh, I did win last week. My winning lineup versus yours. I had Kyler Murray, Miles Sanders, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Darius Slayton, Mo Alley Cox, Austin Eckler and some Buccaneer defense, which the Buccaneers scored me 16 points, the fourth highest score of anybody. Well, I think I had. the big difference there was uh, the the tight end, Mo Ali Cox getting in the end zone. Yeah, it actually was the difference. He scored 11 points. You had Drew Sample, who scored you 0.1. Otherwise, you had some really strong plays, though, because you had three guys also like me that scored over 20 points. And then you had like Jonathan Taylor who had 12, DeAndre Hopkins had 13. So we had a little bit of a crossover and you had Tennessee defense, which scored a little bit less. So uh, that was the setup. It's now two to one. I took week three. Bogman took the first two weeks. So we've now got our week four DFS from FanDuel, our week four lineup. Bogman, do you want me to go first since I want to go first? So you go first and we'll see how many uh, crossover players we have this time I'll I'll call them out as you're going. I bet we have at least a couple. I bet I, we I bet the, I think there's two to three possible. I don't know if it's I think there's happen. at least two. Yeah, it, probably. We we've done a pretty good job about that. So, you know, I don't know if these are uh tournament plays. I would play these in 50/50s. I think I that's what some other people tournaments. So I that that's what I would want to do. Uh, with this lineup that I made, at least. I kind of like this one a little bit more for tournament play as well. I actually kind of dig this one for that. So uh, starting at quarterback, I did find a lot of this difficult this week. Um, You know, it really tapers and falls off. I think wideout is super deep with the value. Running back is pretty odd. Uh, But the quarterback position was as well. And I I teetered a couple different spots. And I ended up going high end, and I went with Russell Wilson Boggs. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a nice pull. It's the Miami play exactly. Seattle, Miami. I, I know it, it's a little bit of a risk coming off of like, you know, five touchdown game for uh, repeated stuff, but there's running back issues there. I can't imagine they're not going to be scoring. And Russell Wilson has a high, high opportunity to be involved in all of them. So even if it's two or three passing and one or two rushing, I, you have to pay up for him, but I feel like it's a really good pay this week. So I'm paying up for Russell Wilson. My running backs. I'm kind of in the middle tier bogs, though. I always, I did my bit where my, I think we got one here. This is what I'm predicting one here. Okay. We're going to have one. I've Mm -hmm. got my flex is the most expensive. It is a running back, but here are my two running backs. Number one, Jonathan Taylor. Eh? Okay. No, I have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, 7,500 this week up against the Chicago bears. 
and I expect him to continue to roll, and I expect some uh, some goal line for Jonathan Taylor. So I like that play. I think it's it's again it's a median median line one. The other one, this could be one, James Robinson. That's it. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah. It happened 6,600 against Cincinnati. Chalk, man. That that You almost have to play him against Cincinnati at that price. It's too good. Yeah, and you had said on uh, the In This League Fantasy Football podcast, one of the other shows we do, that you know he's been like fifth in scoring we were talking about this week. And, you know, for as far as matchups go, he's upwards of, I mean, he's essentially an RB1. The rankers still didn't quite get him there. They got him at like 13, but you know, he's right there. So James Robinson is, uh, is just a great play this week. So somehow getting him in though, the the problem is going to be, this is why the tournament play can be wonky is that a lot of people are going to have James Robinson in the lineup. Yeah. Very true. You might like if uh, Carlos Hyde were to somehow be deactive or something like that, like you want a home run play, no pun intended. A guy like Travis Homer might be a fun, you know, go all out, balls out play here yeah. as well. Would like a Jeff uh, Jeffrey Wilson Jr. Because I'll bet he yeah. is. Where the hell is he? I want to see his price. Jeffrey Wilson be- Jr. is so far They're down cheap. here, man. There are some cheap options too. Holy cow! Uh, let's see. I don't uh, oh, you know he's not in there, of course, because you guys play on the Sunday night football game. So that uh, the main slate. That would be why. Uh, but I am seeing there's a couple good op man, James White down here at 5,200. I feel like you almost have to have really good running backs this week. You don't really have an option because there's tough matchups. You're James right. Robinson is the only like mid tier expensive one. There's a bunch of tough matchups. We're now missing two big backs in Henry and Connor. So you almost have to pay up for backs this week. Yeah. Uh, the flex option. I went with Alvin Kamara. And uh, you know, call it- ding, ding, ding. okay, I also have Alvin Kamara. So oh, my, my, my starting lineup are Kamara <laughs> and Robinson. So uh, there you might, already might need to adjust here. Uh, 8,800. I made this today, Detroit. Though. I'm not adjusting. So, okay, well, I've got Alvin Kamara in at flex. Here are my whiteouts. If, if I think if we have four or more, you have to change. Something. I'm not changing anything. So, All you right. can change. I'm not changing. I won last week. I'm the winner. Yeah, okay. Well, it's two to one. I'm the winner. So, uh, so I'm not changing. How about what that? What have you done for me lately? I'm the most recent winner. I'm the okay. best as of now. All right, here are my whiteouts. Number one, the most expensive, I've got DK Metcalf. Yep, That's- yep. Also DK Metcalf. <laughs> Number three. Right. Mm-hmm. I've got DK Metcalf versus Miami. I'm stacking because I have Russell Wilson, so mine makes more sense since I'm stacking. Here is where we're going to hit number four, Bogman. I've got Devontae Parker. Oh, so do I. Look at that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't Oh my God, we hit four. I've got Devontae Parker in the same game because Seattle secondary is trash. So we now like, I didn't go expensive at quarterback, so you can't have afforded the rest of my guys, I feel like. <laughs> I maybe hope you we, can. maybe if you really bottomed out a tight end and defense, you, I you can not. afford my last couple guys, but I don't think you can. I don't think I don't think we did, but this is scary. Uh it's not good that we have four of the same. My third wide out, I actually I don't know if I'm gonna regret this. I took I had Hunter Renfro in. And mm-hmm. I took him out and I spent up the extra couple more dollars and I got CD lamb and okay. I brought CD lamb back into the lineup for uh, a bigger week at 5,600. My tight end. I took Mike Kosicki. Yeah. So did I look at oh that. <laughs> We're very interested. <laughs> Same reason. And I got the Cowboys defense. Okay. Uh, well I'll just, you know, just read off your lineup again and I'll, and I'll change the couple pieces of mine that are different here. I had Russell Wilson at quarterback. I have Joe Burrow. 
Joe Burrow against the Jaguars. So, you know, I think I think that game is going to go way over. Both those defenses are horrific right now. So I took Jonathan Taylor and James Robinson as my starting running backs. And I have Kamara flex. So I we already know you have Kamara and James Robinson. So who's your third back or your flex? My, my flex is Kenyon Drake at 7,000 playing against uh, the Panthers. It is a road game. It's kind of a tough one. But the Panthers are giving up the most rush yards so far this season. So that's why I took Kenyon Drake. So you and I both have Devontae Parker and DK Metcalf. So who is your third wideout? You must have paid. Did you pay up or pay down? I paid a little bit. I I kind of medium uh, 6,000 for Tyler Boyd, uh, who had so many targets last week. So that is my stack also is Joe Burrow um, uh, in, in that as well. So then my tight end, as you know, Tyler Boyd at 6,000, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good buy, dude. And, and it's, you know, it's funny that we've kind of we've done this so much at this point that we see the same things in these buys. So I think this is a very kind of a chalky lineup. And like I said uh, before, I think this is kind of how we have to make our lineups this week with no, so many running backs have tough matchups. And we'll get to that when we get into the plays and stuff like that. But um, so many of them have tough matchups or are taken away from the, you know, Aaron Jones and Todd Gurley and Jeffrey Wilson Jr. and uh, Miles Sanders. Those are all in the national slate. And then no Henry, no Connor this week as well. So you just have to pay up for those backs. So um, I think now the only difference, the only pe- thing that people don't know, obviously I have Mike Kosicki as my tight end. And I have the Ravens uh, defense against Washington is my my defense. So that's why, How like I said, 5,000. Okay, so I you think, paid up on me. Yeah, I did pay up on them, but that's they're the most expensive defense of the week. But that's why I went with Joe Burrow, so uh, so I could afford you know Tyler Boyd a little bit more expensive, the Ravens defense a little bit more expensive as well. So, uh, but I mean, for us, we wound up having five of the same players. Is that right? I think it was four, if I remember correctly. So we was, had James Robinson, Devonte Parker, DK Metcalf, Mike Kosicki. And Alvin okay. Kamara, so that's fine. Yeah, that is fine. Oh yeah, but, but that but that means we both like our lineups a lot. So uh, I remember making this uh, last night, and I went, "He ain't beating me two weeks in a row." But now that we have five of the same players, because we have the same taste here, uh, it's definitely within the realm of possibility that you know you just you have a big day from Russell and Joe Burrow is normal, and you beat me. So. That, that's essentially where we're at here. Yeah. This is CD Lamb versus Tyler Boyd, which I don't love. Russell Wilson versus Burrow and uh, the defense. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, that's that's the way it works for this week. I we, we won't have five again for the rest of the year. No, probably not. All right, we're gonna clean up hour one here on the other side of the break, and then hour two is coming with all of our picks. We're talking week four NFL, so don't go anywhere in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
want to punch me right now, but you won't. Why don't you punch me in the face? Punch me in the face! Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my... In this league. Welcome back, friends. Ending out hour two, it's in this league right here on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090 in Santiago. Not going to do the bit because, you know, they've heard it. They've probably heard it. <laughs> They're probably tired of it. Let me ask you this. Um, sure. We had a... Uh, is it okay? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, we had a, an idea from our guy, Ryan, Ryan effing Porter. So he, he threw out the idea. So if this Steelers and Titans game were to be played on Tuesday and there was like a wackadoo bit that was going on with the NFL and they were still kind of deciding and all that stuff. There wasn't clarity, had, right? There was no clarity. We had said, okay, pick out, whoever you want to replace your Steelers and Titans players post it on the league forum, the league chat, whatever site you're doing, you know, and say, this is my replacement for my Titan or Steeler. Should they not go this week? I think that was a really smart idea. I think, you know, I'm hoping we don't have any more COVID issues throughout the season with the NFL, but I think it's unrealistic to think that we won't. So I think that's kind of, that should be the standard moving forward. What are your thoughts about uh, that and what Ryan Porter kind of, you know, put forward for us there? No, I loved the plan. I love the idea that it's like, all right, this game could get canceled. So post the lineup that, you know, you would have in replacement of those players. And I'm all for it because at the end of the day, I'm for fun in fantasy and it gets taken way too serious and people are such a-holes about it and it makes it not fun. It's lame for that to be taken away and we should have extra standards for this year. My only problem is like what happens when this goes down on a Sunday morning, we find out and there's no time to do it. So it's like, it's a great idea, but this circumstance worked really well. You'd almost have to have like, you you can't have like a backup plan. You know what I mean? You can't have like a taxi squad roster every single week if this were to go down. So you need just a tiny bit of ramp up time. It would suck if this happened, you know, Thursday night game was played and then it's Saturday and you get it and you've already lost Thursday guys, but it is what it is. I think we should do something like this, but be prepared that it could get worse because it might happen last second. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's very true. I mean, they didn't, uh, you know, when AJ Terrell popped, they, they didn't uh, get rid of it. Uh, they didn't stop the whole game, but that yeah. was a one-off. So, and no one else for Atlanta popped. No, and you got to be adaptable. That's the big thing. All right, don't go anywhere. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. It's NFL four picks. Bogman and the Wells right here on In This League. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 